right, it's 4 o'clock. We're here at MutinyRadio.fm. It's time for what used to be Watch and Learn, but now it's just an open mic with people doing lots and lots of time, depending on how many comics come. Uh, not a huge number of comics, so it looks like we're going to do pretty long sets. We'll start with 10 minutes, and we'll see what happens. If, uh, you know... It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're just hanging out. Uh, if anybody's li- out there listening, come by Mutiny Radio, two seven eight one twenty first Street. You can always give us a call. Maybe heckle some people on the phone. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Last night at the open mic, it was really fun. I was going heckle Mike engaged because I've been obsessed with uh, watching all of the Star Trek Next Generations again, and I'm like, I am the computer on. Enterprise. So um, that's fun for me. All right. I don't know if there's a list. I don't know what the fuck's going on. We're listening to Sunk today in the Phil's S U N Q. It's Guinevere Q and Young Son of the Wyatt Act. They play uh, great instrumental stuff. They're incredibly talented people. So they're going to be in the Phil's and behind what we're doing today. We're going to listen to them for a little bit. We're going to figure out what's going on. Thanks for donating two to five dollars for this open mic. If you can't, Donate for any reason. That's no, no big fucking deal. Just like whenever your cue would say, just take a picture of somebody on stage or of anything and post it to your Instagram tagging Mutiny Radio SF because it makes a difference. And I don't know how Instagram works. So thank you for doing that. Or money. Money is great too. But if you don't have money, I don't care. Your labor is worth something here at MutinyRadio.fm. Okay, listen to Sunk for a minute. They're pretty rad. And then we're going to be right back with an awesome open mic. Bye. I should ask you guys if you want we can also run this joke workshopy and after the end talk to each other about each other's sets or you can tell me to fuck off do you want to after your set decide if you want comments or not because if you do we can do that because we have tons of time all right your first comedian uh, grew up on a farm and there was a cow moo put your hands together <laughs> for Michael Satim Satumba things wherever you want okay. do whatever you whatever you, you whatever you, whatever makes you happy okay i'll move this here Woo, thank you for that great intro appreciate it uh, <laughs> yeah i grew up on a farm with my parents my grandparents when my parents were abroad finding work here in america you know it's hard immigrant life um but yeah i remember this when i was at the farm, my grandpa said, native chicken tastes better than supermarket chicken, which I don't know, I thought it was complete bullshit. It's, um, I think they taste the same. And But there's a lot of things at the supermarket better than the farm, like Cheetos and Lay's are better at the supermarket. Hot Pockets are way better at the supermarket. And the Lunchables at the farm were no, were no big deal to the Lunchables at the supermarket. But 
I wanted to prove to my grandpa that supermarket chicken was way better than native chicken, chicken from the farm. So I wanted, so I went to the supermarket, I bought some supermarket chicken. I wanted to trick my grandpa. I, I cooked some chicken adobo, chicken adobo that bitch. And I cooked it and I served it to my grandpa. And then he took a bite of the chicken adobo and he said, he spit it out. He was like, Michael, is this from the supermarket? I was like, how the fuck do you know, Grandpa? Like, do you have like super superpowers you want to tell me? It's like it's the leg. I don't recognize the leg. It's it's not Bobby's leg. It's not the leg I raised. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, but in the Philippines, there's not a lot of um, it's not all farms. There's some cities. I used to live in Manila for a couple years, and I remember going to the mall, the SM, and my mom got a Louis Vuitton bag for five hundred dollars, the cheap kind. Like right before Christmas, I don't know why she bought it right before Christmas. And we were just driving home, serving through traffic, and I got dizzy, I got motion sickness. So I told my mom, like, mom, I'm dizzy. And my mom said, smell this hand sanitizer, it's um, sunshine and lemons flavor. You know, lemons and oranges are like the same thing, except a lemon is just yellow. Um, comparing oranges to oranges, not apples to oranges. But I don't get the logic of like not comparing apples to oranges, because like, why can't fruit be compared? <laughs> um, but we're just driving, and um, I was just thinking it's not really correlated, like smelling hand sanitizer and my motion sickness. So I just ended up throwing up on her Louis Vuitton bag, and I didn't get anything for Christmas that year, and I got grounded. But yeah, my mom's great. I remember my first Christmas in America. Like in the Philippines, there's no real like concept of Santa Claus when there's a man walking in the middle of the night in your living room and they're probably looking for your chickens. And I was just super excited to spend my first Christmas in America. So I I was just I couldn't sleep and I was really hungry. I wanted some supermarket string cheese. Um, downstairs and I went downstairs and I saw this fat ass man like walking through the living room and I ran upstairs I told my mom like mom I think Santa Claus is looking for our chickens and then my mom was like this is in the Philippines Michael this is America we don't have chickens so we got robbed like the night before Christmas that's how I found out Santa Claus wasn't real I met black Santa though that year um, yeah, my mom's great though. I'm trying to teach her some current lingo, like <laughs> trying to teach her some current lingo right now. Like I told her a car when it makes a, when it makes like noise, it's like skirt in like rap songs. And then the boat's like brr, brr, you know? And then like a plane's like brr. And then my mom asked me like, what, how about the bus? Like Michael, what does the bus, what, what noise does the bus make? And then I told her, like, please keep your eyes up and your phone down while riding Muni. <laughs> but, you know, we rode the bus, Mom, like 100 times in San Francisco. But, yeah, my family's great. Um, I miss them. They live in SoCal right now. I remember the last movie we watched together as a family. We watched um, Christopher Robin. You guys ever watch uh, Winnie the Pooh when you were kids? I did. Um, I just like imagine if if they were in the hood like Winnie Winnie the Pooh and crew like what's up Pooh where where you get your honey at today I'm like what's up Piglet what's your pronouns um, 
Where you hopping to, B-Rabbit, you know? What's up, my tigger? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, the Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to, those are my new jokes this week. Um, yeah, just more things about me, I'm, I'm Asian, and I grew up in Louisiana for quite a bit, um, for like three years, my dad was in the military, and it was just it was just really difficult because like I tried to play basketball there. They're just I wasn't that good, and then like everybody else was black. Um, I'm not trying to make racist jokes, but it was just, <laughs> it was just facts. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a there's a quote by Wayne Gretzky. He said, "You miss all the shots you don't take," and I took all the basketball shots, and I never made the team. Still kind of salty about that, but um, um, my, I have a roommate right now who's who who is Asian like me. He's from Hong Kong and he's like very Christian, and he was trying to convince me to to change my faith to become Christian because he t we had this like philosophical argument about being believing God, and if you don't believe in God, you're gonna go to hell, Michael. I was like, touche, Josh, touche, but. But you're gay. Like, you're probably going to go to hell, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, just, um, yeah, Josh is going to go to hell with me. Um, I go to the shopping, my grocery shopping at Smart and Final sometimes. And I found out they sell 150 eggs for only, for only $20. I found out that was a great deal. I went home, cooked some eggs. I was super excited. Oh. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I, I've been having a lot of girlfriend problems recently with my girlfriend. I remember the, the first time I asked her to be my girlfriend was um, was a couple months ago. We've been we've been going on a lot of dates. But the craziest dates we've been on, oh, we we have been on recently. We went to Planned Parenthood like the other week, because I've been trying to do this thing called no nut, where where we have sex and like I try to not nut because I heard it conserves energy, so I can do other stuff. And I thought my pull-up game was like Hall of Fame, but <laughs> it's like not. Um, it's like my basketball skills. So I was just I was just having you know doing it and then. I thought it was kind of easy, just like just going out like that. But <laughs> ended up busting inside of her, <laughs> and then she didn't tell me she missed two pills this week. And then we went to Planned Parenthood. Oh wait, we went we went on Amazon.com first and looked at the the Plan B options. And we're not really that rich because we go to college, and the normal Plan B is like seventy dollars. And we saw this one for $10, and it had a two-star review, so we looked at the reviews, and then one said, five months pregnant, do not buy. Um, but, so we ended up going to Planned Parenthood. We talked to the pharmacist. She just said to just have safe sex for the remainder of the week. It was just super awkward to tell her, what if I busted inside of her this morning? So we bought this $70 Plan B. But I'm not, the, I'm not a dad yet, so that's a great, great thing to, to be. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I've just been having a lot of um, questions in my mind because I'm also a history minor. Uh, so I asked my, I asked my my teacher, like, did they ever eat like pussy in the Middle Ages? Because like they're you know before chivalry was dead, you know. Um, but there were just a bunch of savages back then. They didn't shake, they didn't take showers, or they went to war, and they licked pussy, like you know. <laughs> back then I just can't like imagine the smell It'll probably be like Pier 39 on a Sunday morning a bunch of seals um, <laughs> but yeah don't go there on a Sunday morning it smells like middle ages punani all right that's my time guys thank you guys Michael Satumba, bringing up the important questions, middle-aged pussy-eating. Yay! All the important questions. There's the music. That's where it is. Yeah. Do you want any comments or are you fine? Does anyone have any comments? All right. Hey, Sabrina, uh, pick up one of those. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, up to the big one. Sure. I'm a big girl. I get the big mic, so yeah. <laughs> I've heard it. So Michael, I, I love the uh, the chicken joke, the uh, you know farm chicken versus uh, store chicken joke. And uh, but but first off, I just want to talk about the flow of the joke. For, uh, you start off by talking about um, you know uh, farm chicken versus store 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 bought chicken. How your grandpa thinks the uh, farm chicken is better, and then you go off on a tangent. Then you come back to it, and you talk you know. And you talk about like uh, like buying buying the supermarket market chicken and finding finding out that your grandpa can tell the difference. So, and I think you need to delve into why like your uh, grandpa can tell the difference. It's like, well, grandpa, how do you know? And it's like, you, know, you can be to something ridiculous. Like, uh, it's like I don't taste any joy in this chicken. It's like Bobby was free range. He was he was happier. Or it's this like, chicken tastes like pussy. You could probably yeah. break break it back to the Middle Ages pussy joke, like something like that. Or uh, you know maybe the. Uh, it's like, you know, this, this chicken leg doesn't have quads. Bobby was, uh, we worked out, you know, he had quads or something like that. And then you can talk about, well, maybe supermarket uh, chicken isn't as good as uh, farm chicken, but there's, you know, you talked about how some things from the supermarket are better than, uh, you know, things on the farm. And I think you can go in more of an absurd direction, just kind of really, just really go left field. Like, you know, one thing that's uh, way better at the supermarket than, you know, that than you find at on the farm is, is getting high. Getting high at the supermarket is way more fun. Like, just kind of go in that direction, have fun with it. Just really, yeah, just really just take advantage of misdirection. I think it, you know, can maybe use the rule of threes. You can, I think that would be really, really fun stuff. And maybe you could uh, kind of go through this progression, like, uh, you know, like talking about maybe how you you experiment. Maybe the next time you blindfold your grandfather to see if you can tell the difference, you know? It's like city chicken, or sorry, supermarket chicken on one plate, farm chicken, you know, farm chicken on the other plate. And you still can tell the difference. and. And maybe do it that way, and you and you kind of point out these really any point you know points out these really ridiculous reasons why he can tell the difference. So that is my feedback. Yeah, uh, that one is the one microphone that sucks right now. So uh, should maybe bring one from the other side of the stage and and bring it over, or so up there is fine too. Good. I really like the chivalry is deadline. Uh, and then there's got to, is there some play on words between middle ages? I just heard Pam say middle-aged in reference to middle age, in reference to middle ages. 
two totally separate things. I'm wondering if there's like a play on words in there somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, for the 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 grocery store with the 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 thing the 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 chicken. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word chicken. Um, <laughs> I like I like your like the like the farm. You know, farm Cheetos is way better. I think you could uh, extend that. Like you could kind of put that off into like the last thing in the rule of three rather than like say it from the very beginning. So the rule, so like the in rule comedy, of three, the rule of three in comedy. Uh, so things in three is, is like 10, it tends to be a little funnier. Like if you put things in three, because uh, what it does is it, it with the, the first two establish a pattern and then the third thing breaks the pattern. And so you want to establish some kind of pattern with your first two points and then break the pattern with the third point. So it, it could, or, yeah, or I, I was thinking in terms of like the, the, I like the food aspect of it. Cause I mean like the, the getting high, uh, might be good if you, if you want to go that way with, with like your jokes or whatever about like wild, I don't know, something like that. But in terms of just having it as like a joke, uh, that that playing off of what you said when you're like um, Cheetos and Funyuns or something like that are better. Um, uh, I, I I would go with something like you know like chickens are better on the farm. Uh, you know cows or like cows or like you know something like, or like wild boar or something like that. Cheetos like or like something that's better like in you know like I, I forget the way that you had the joke structured, but in terms of like. You like the it's you, it's you like the grocery store better, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So obviously, like I prefer my my meat already butchered, right? I don't want to do it myself. Like chicken, cows, Cheetos. Like I I love like that. As far removed. Yeah, yeah. Eating this food as possible. Yeah, yeah. I want to be as far removed. Like I don't want to eat Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that Cheeto tree is... Yeah, all those Cheeto trees getting chopped down in the Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cheeto trees are harvesting their Cheetos from the bark. Like, I can't live with that in my conscience, so I just have it in the bag. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Harvest. Yeah, that's a, harvest is a good word, too. Harvest. Put it in the bag. So just to, like, piggyback on what they were saying about the chicken uh, joke, I was thinking, like, maybe you could take it in a way like a chicken with, like, a prison mentality and then, like, a chicken with, like, a civilian mentality. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this chicken tastes like prison spread, bro. Like, I can tell. You know, some shit like that or, you know, like commissary or some shit, you know? But, uh, yeah. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Michael Semtumbuga. <laughs> Satumba. I want to call you Satin Bo. Like, there's a bunch of words that your name sounds like. There's like Saltin Boca, which is a chi- is a chicken dish from Italy. Saltin Boca, and also um, Sambuca is the name of a delicious alcohol. Anyways, your next comedian, clap your hands together and pay attention and be super nice to Kyle Morrissey. Yeah. All right, everyone. I'm gonna be friendly now for 10 minutes. Um, I don't have any cash on me, sorry Pam, I'll make an Instagram post. Um, So, did anyone see that movie Gemini Man uh, with Will Smith? 
Okay, so it bombed at the box office. Lost like $75 million. Lost a lot of money. It got panned. It got panned, right? Like terrible reviews. Um, But I saw a trailer for it the other day. And at the end, you know, they quote the reviews in the trailer for how good it is. So this movie that bombed has an advertisement um, at the end where someone said a true breakthrough. Like that, that in big letters, this trailer was quoting some review that said a true breakthrough. And I mean, if it bombed, like where are they getting that quote? I, I, unless, unless it's from some guy who's like, I, I saw Gemini man. Uh, and afterwards I sank into the deepest depression of my entire life. Um, one day my, my daughter was listening to reruns of Fresh Prince and I don't know what happened. I blacked out. Um, when I came to, my wife told me that I'd thrown a plate, uh, and now she's left with the kids and gone to a hotel. Um, I've never been at such a low point in my life. I, I started, I started therapy. I started therapy. Um, and my doctor put me on, uh, on, on, on Prozac. And for the first time in my life, I can go outside. And that is what I would call a true breakthrough. So, I, like, I don't know where these reviews are. I don't know where these reviews are coming from. If these movies are objectively bad, so I think of a couple more examples of that. Make that joke like six minutes long. Hell yeah! Um, <coughs> you guys, you guys, uh, you guys smoke weed? Yeah, you guys smoke weed here? I feel like this at mutiny. Wow, Pam, you're on your own on this. That's crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't smoke weed either. Um, I've, I've blue eyes, and uh, people with blue eyes get red eyes way easier than anybody else like i uh i take three hits off a joint and i look like an extra from 28 days later like it's, it's not a good look um you know a lot of people when they're high they like they'll lie and say they have allergies i gotta be like uh i have the rage virus so um uh blue eyes do not make you better adolf hitler was wrong about that uh but hitler was wrong about a lot of things so um <laughs> You know, a few things, a few things. Um, I also just have an addictive personality. Uh, like, no matter if my life is fine, there's always something like I need. Like, there, like, and if I quit that thing, then I got to do another thing. Like, if, like if I quit drinking, I'll, I'm gonna want to start smoking. If I quit sugar, then I'm gonna have way more caffeine. I'm gonna quit porn. No, I'm not even gonna quit porn. Uh, I'm just gonna quit having expectations about what intimacy should be like with a human being. Um, I would say, I would say right now, like I'm, I'm very addicted to just stimuli in general, like screens. I like listen. I, I won't do anything without listening to a podcast anymore. Uh, it's bad. It's I don't even enjoy it anymore. I don't even enjoy it anymore. It's just like I need a podcast. Um, like and it fr- I'm fried. I'm fried all the time because I just have something going in my ear all the time. And I was talking to my buddy about this the other day and he said he said the same thing. He's like I can't even be alone with my thoughts. I'm like damn, isn't that crazy? Like this dude still has thoughts. <laughs> like I like take my headphones out and it's just like I'm just dead on the couch. It's just silence. I feel concussed. Um is there anything else to that? I don't know. Uh, okay, so my um, my 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 girlfriend's a feminist, and uh, and I've learned a lot about. You know, like I was aware of issues like when Me Too was going on, but like being in a relationship, uh, I've learned a lot about you know what it's like 
Um, and it sounds hard because now I know uh, what women actually think of each other. No, I'm just kidding. Um, about like, like there are a lot of issues. There are a lot of issues that got brought up and like me too, which were good. Um, like, uh, like all these, all these issues that are real, they're true. They're an absolute problem. Like sexual harassment, uh, the gender pay gap, the abortion laws, but then there was unrealistic beauty standards. And I feel like we were just agreeing to so many issues that like they threw that one in and we're all just like, yeah, yeah, men are doing that too. It's like, I, where are all these men who are like, are you really going to wear that dress more than once you fucking bitch <laughs> like like i've never i i do i i think my girlfriend looks good all the time i don't know where these unrealistic beauty standards are coming from um no she's great she's great uh i i, I like i like her a lot um oh right i uh i got fired from my last job um a lot of people don't find that humorous um but Comedy is tragedy plus time, and I've been unemployed for two years, so it should be funny by now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I start a new job on Thursday. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, I've just gotten so used to being just a member of society, not a productive one, but a member. Um, let's see. I. Uh, uh, I. If I ever committed suicide, I'd want to fuck with people. Um, all I'd leave is a note that said, this wasn't a suicide. <laughs> like, uh, they're out there. Please find them. I would. I feel like that would give my family members so much purpose in life. Uh, they would drive them insane. Like, they'd spend the rest of their days uh, just desperately hoping to get an answer. Um Let's see. Is there, I don't know. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Um, I, uh, I'm from San Francisco. That's a lie. <laughs> I'm from the Bay area. Uh, so I'm not a fan of the gentrification, uh, because I don't get to do it. <laughs> like it looks, uh, it looks fun. I hate, I hate being on the losing team, especially when the prize for winning is a place to live. Uh, that that's a good prize. It's a good price. I look like I could be one of the gentrifiers. You know, I, I dress nice, um, you know, just relative. That's that's the one trait that makes me look like it. It's There's nothing else. Uh, um, people are always, uh, you know, a little surprised when they find out that I'm just trying to look like the problem. Um, no, I, I am like a relatively clean person. Uh, I... I like I like I like having my shit straight. Uh, I like I actually like doing work around the house. I just like having a clean space because I get up on stage and I talk about stuff that's really messy and dirty, and I want to have credibility. Like you hear me make all these jokes, and then you get in my car and it's spotless, and you're like, oh, he's just a smart, funny comedian. But you get in my car and there's just like Jack in the Box rappers everywhere. It's like, was he serious about all that? Like, that's that's my opinion at least. Um, well, cool. Now I know I can talk to a sore throat. All right. Yeah. Kyle Morrissey, everyone. You did seven minutes, 30 seconds. Okay. Just for your own edification. Uh, are there comments? You say, um, my only comment is, you say, I know you were, I know that you were um, just working through things and sort of talking it out, but watch the word, watch for the word, uh, even when you're practicing here, just like try not to say the word, uh, or like, or, 
sometimes and you don't do it but other people do it they're like he was like and she was like and they were like and then they were like like try to avoid the word like and the word uh that's all uh you say uh 50 times yeah 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 a lot <laughs> just kidding any any other comments or you just want to clap again oh sabrina's got one you can you can pull the those mics next to you too are are open as well they're on those ones work those both work testing 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 all right my fabulous voice is coming through i love the suicide joke it's like i feel like you and i are on the same wavelength i love how you uh, talked about how you're gonna you know put in the note this is not a suicide or something like that i think it'd be interesting if you uh like talked about the culprit is like it's like wasn't me it was climate change climate change has claimed its first white victim you know and I, uh, I think maybe that's you could talk about maybe that's the solution to climate change just get enough white people to kill themselves you know <laughs> you know and just like put in the note it was climate change and maybe finally people will do something about it so we gotta stop the white people from being killed start a movement yeah so I, I like that joke it's like give your family a sense of purpose I love it very very clever Yeah, I was actually uh, thinking about the suicide joke too, and maybe you could like, you know, you said you know you left a note saying somebody did it. Maybe you could like stage the murder scene, like right. the <laughs> murder weapon <laughs> with like fingerprints, but it's the fingerprints of like a squirrel or some shit, like you know, some shit like that. Just make it weird to fuck with people. You, know? you could you could play some music in the background, like a like a tape on loop going dun dun, <laughs> like the CSI or the, the yeah, Law yeah. and Order music. Oh, dun dun. <laughs> And uh, and the porn joke, the one where like you say two things, right? And then like, oh, I'm never gonna quit porn. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, rule of thirds, right? Yeah, yeah, because I thought about like more. For you, do you have something to say? I do have something to say. Oh, yeah, I've been thinking about suicide too. Me three. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really common for comedians to think about suicide. I think because we're all narcissists and because we're narcissists, we naturally sort of hate each other and throw shade. So it's it's hard to be it's hard to be a com- comedian. It's hard thinking about suicide. Uh, clap your hands wildly so that he doesn't com- think about suicide anymore. Clap your hands for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! On the real tip, I haven't thought about suicide this much since I was in high school, and I think it's because the San Francisco comedy community is like fucking high school. (laughs) That's exactly, it's just like high school. It's just like high school. It's like, I thought I was a cheerleader. I thought I was popular now. Nope, nope, still not popular. People still hate. It's fine. Uh, Hey, the next person coming up. I, I love her. I don't hate her. Put your hands together for Sabrina Miller. Yay! relate fam it's a uh, you know it's fucking crowd work crowd work <laughs> if i don't get last for this crowd I'm, I'm gonna throw shade if i don't get last for this crowd work hey that's a that's a deep cut right there suicide uh, i could i can i can't i'm incapable of committing suicide i found the cure for suicide it's a uh, obsessive compulsive disorder i can never can't do it i can just never get that font just right find the right font and it's like just when I think I finished the note, I'm like on the tenth page. I'm like, ah, it's not right. I don't know. Should I use a conjunction here or a semicolon? I don't know. 
Uh, I'm just thinking about how I'm going to end this set, though. Uh, always thinking forward, you know, am I going to end on pills or is it going to be a good... <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm bipolar. And for the longest time, I wasn't on medication. And when you're, when you're bipolar and you're not on meds, that's basically like getting free cocaine every two weeks, which is pretty awesome. Cocaine is the opposite of depression. So cocaine... There was more to that. I just had it in my mind. Uh, right, I wanted, to, I wanted to bump a cocaine when I was in an up phase, you know, when I was really in an up phase. And it was basically like throwing gasoline on the sun. I had this, uh, I had this way about me, people said. I had this way, way too fucking chatty. Like, way too chatty. That's an example of how you shouldn't use the word like. It does nothing for the joke. I want to start dating again, ready to put myself back out there. And I've gotten to that 40, I'm not too picky. I'm, I'm willing to date a guy who's, who's been, been divorced. I just like to think of divorced guys as certified pre-owned. It's fine. Just do a quick inspection. As long as the underca undercarriage is, is sound, we're good to go, you know? As as long as yeah, I the the dings and the and and everything are are fine. The dings too, you know. I'm not worried about the dings or the scratches to his psyche. You know, just just treat him like a used car, ride him for three to five years, and then just trade up. Just do that. Do a trade in. So I've been thinking a lot about self care lately. You know, I'm big on self care, and I've started yoga. Started doing yoga. Yeah, because I've been pre preparing for flying out to the East Coast. Been doing a lot of yoga. So I'm all set. If the person in front of me just reclines back in their seat, I can just, you know, I can just do the, uh, the inward facing fetal position. I'll just do that pose and I'll be totally fine. Yoga. Yoga. I have this joke written down. This is an entirely new one. Um, I'm using the word um and uh a lot. I'm a hypocrite. I am a fucking hypocrite. I thought I had this joke memorized. Um, yeah, I said I've started doing yoga. I'm preparing my body for a flight to New York in the coach section. Airlines are just packing more and more seats into planes. They're, they're cramming so many seats you know, into a small area that they're going to have to rename the, the coach section to the anorexic section. Honestly, I think if you're anorexic, you should only have to pay half price. It's like, come on, people. So another reason I'm doing yoga is because I'm 40. Uh, I have to do yoga because I, I know I'm not going to be able to hold it all the way to JFK. There is no way. Somewhere over the Midwest, I'm going to end up taking a pee break. But if I have to go to number two, I'm going to plan it. I'm going to plan it so uh, I go number two when we're flying over a red state. <laughs> There, you've heard of the Mile High Club, right? You've heard of that? Well, there's a different kind of Mile High Club. I just figured that out. It's when you're... It's <laughs> That's over here. Um, yeah, going number, two, going number two over a red state is what I call the left-wing Mile High Club. Just shit on Republicans. <laughs> That's an entirely new one right there. I'm feeling older lately because I haven't been catcalled in a while. Like it has been so long since I've been catcalled that I've forgotten how far up my legs go. You know, I have to do this. Shit, they go up pretty far. 
just for once, I'd like to be in the mission district and have a guy holler at me. It's like, damn, girl, you tall. And then I can look in the mirror and say, yes, I am. I should go back to intimidating men. That's what I should do. Some shorter men are intimidated by dating a taller woman. You know, don't... Like, I don't know why some shorter guys are, are intimidated dating taller women. And, uh, you know, just be interesting. That's right. Um, I'm totally blanking, though, here. I'll just, uh, I'll just skip that one. No, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it right, damn it. Um, I like dating shorter guys. I've got no hang-ups. I like dating shorter guys with a sense of humor. I call them fun size. That was the joke, yeah. Got some chuckles. That's a keeper. I was just, you know, looking long and, and hard at myself in the mirror the other day. I was just reflecting on my reflection. And I was just looking at my gums, you know. I got tired of hating my thighs and my boobs, so I just was looking at my gums, and I was like, Sabrina, you need to floss more, girl. Like, your smile would be so much more beautiful if you just floss more. <laughs> God damn it. I'm catcalling myself in the mirror. Men, step up your game. That's all I'm saying. Chuckles from comedians. Yeah. Killing it on Saturday. Great. At the rate climate change is going, we need to rename the earth to Detroit. That should be the new name. Maybe that will motivate some action. So you, you, as you all know, you all know me, you know I'm transgender. I've talked about that ad nauseum. And so growing up closeted transgender is just another way of saying that I began my career in sales when I was five. <laughs> you can look at it that way. I knew I had a knack for sales and my mom would take me back to school shopping you know, over at JCPenney. I'd be like, wow, mom, so many jeans to choose from like dark denim medium denim, denim faded denim ripped denim just so many jeans to choose from and the plaid shirts oh my god don't get me started on the plaid shirts mom wow so many different colors why would anyone ever want to shop in the girls section yeah like jean skirts and dresses ew so icky uh just love those jeans mom um so yeah, I don't know. Growing up closet transgender, it was it was like awful. It's just everything to, feels wrong, you know, to your core. It's like every interaction with your family, friends, classmates, it all feels like a lie. Like every every gesture, um, like everything, like every gesture, every every mannerism, your tone of voice, like it all feels just like carefully crafted for public consumption, you know? It's just lies, lies, lies all the time. And I think it really prepared me for job interviews. It's giving me a heads up, right? Like if I could convince my mom that I was excited to be doing back to school shopping in the boys section, I mean, how hard do you think it was to convince the interviewer at the ice cream museum of my passion for artisan gelato? <laughs> I was like, from a very young age, sir, like, I just knew I had a passion for ice cream. Like, I was growing up in northeastern North Carolina. I was at the corner store, and it was just, like, vanilla and chocolate, and it was Neapolitan, and I'm like, you know, uh, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, it's great, but there's got to be more than the ice cream trinary. There's got to be more, people. 
see what else I have on my phone. Um, no, I've been pretty much covered everything. So as a trans woman growing up, closeted transgender in the South and then coming out to San Francisco and finding myself, you know, I've been tested in ways that most people never are. Like I've had, I've had to overcome so many obstacles and it's made me stronger. And I thought that I passed every test that any human being could pass. And I thought I was ready for everything and then it called up AT&T customer service. No, no. My boyfriend and I broke up about five months ago and I finally understand why. He went on a new diet. He cut out trans fats. I'm like, they ain't all bad for you. Hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Doing cocaine in a manic phase is like throwing gasoline on the sun. I already did that one, so I covered everything. Cool, 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 cool. Thanks for your chuckles, guys. Yes, yeah, actually pretty, thank you. Good audience. Sabrina Miller! Yay! Yay! Working through all of it. It's, it's interesting how you guys are just easily besting 10 minutes. Like, just like, yeah, whatever. Talk for 10 minutes. Good. It's good stuff. So for that uh, trans fat joke, uh, I think it would be worth it to see if, like, he cut out trans fats, and then that's, like, the normal thing. And trans thins, because, like, you're not, <laughs> like, fat, you know? So... Do you, do you drink 2% milk or 1%? You drink 1% milk. All right, Napoleon. Um, so you were talking about dating a guy, like looking for a new or a used car. Because I'm just thinking about the play on words today. But you were like, you know, I don't care about the dings. <laughs> I just care about the dong. <laughs> just something like that uh, and yeah yeah exactly compact I want you want a hatchback uh, um, and then you made that joke about you know like going to the bathroom mile high left wing left wing you're on a plane plane has wings I don't know if that, that maybe crossed your mind already but maybe there's another play on words there left left wing plane has wings go for it <laughs> uh, yeah that's what I got thank you Any other comments? Clap your hands and wild slappy like motion for Sabrina Miller! Yay! Moving right along on a Saturday. Uh, hey, he's where he's on brand today. He's wearing his little uh, his little headband thing. Clap your hands wildly for Cody Abe. Yeah, it's not a little headband, Pam. My head's pretty. Large. It's a big headband. I have a pretty girthy head. Um, speaking of girthy heads, uh, you guys know what a uh, big dick energy is? Yeah, I got big brain energy. Okay, BBE, because basically I'm trying. I'm smarter than you, is what I'm trying to say. Hundred uh, percent smarter than that. I, I can prove. Ask me a question, like any question, I'll I'll, I'll answer it. Any question. Uh, nine. Uh, easier one. Come on. A harder one. Harder one. Give me. Go, go harder. Okay. All right, I'm going to go Google that one. Um, I'm just only saying that because obviously that makes me smarter than you because I realize that it's impossible to know everything. Okay, no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I know, the, I know the extent of my knowledge and when I need to look things up is what I'm trying to say. Okay, never mind. That's 
we're working on that one. It's gonna it's gonna be a banger one day. I feel like. Um, so I went. I recently went back to skateboarding, and then uh, shortly after I did, I realized that I wasn't good enough at skateboarding to go back to it. Uh, like, that's like saying like I went back to college, uh, even though I only finished one semester and I got semesters for, like that. I finished high school a little bit harder. High school, like it's not. I didn't. It's like. I, I didn't deserve to say going back to high school. Like, you don't go back to college if you did that, right? You restart college. So I restarted skateboarding, uh, and I've been falling a lot. I, I have, uh, like, you may be asking how much is a lot. I fall, like, probably five or six times. Uh, you're probably like, that's not a lot. Uh, well, it is when you consider the previous six years of my life uh, spent an average of one, zero to one times falling. Uh, that's a big difference, you know? That's more falls than letters in falls, by the way. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculously silly. <laughs> like, what am I, a stuntman? What am I supposed to be falling? Like, I, 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 there's no reason for me to skateboard, but I do it anyway because I'm uh, lazy. Like, I'm just, I just use it to get from my car to mics or like spots that I have. Like, I, I just use it to get from. My, like, I don't even use it to get from home to somewhere, I drive to somewhere close and then skateboard there. Like something, like a four minute walk now takes like two minutes. Like, 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 um, 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 like, um, like, um, um, like, um, like, um, like, um, um, like, um, okay. All right, this is, the next bit that I wrote today is a, Okay. Hey, vacations are fun, right? Vacations are so fun. I like going on, like every year I go on vacation. I go on vacation to Hawaii. Uh, I grew up there, so let me restart that. I, every year I go back to Hawaii. Um, it's, it's, it's fun to go, I mean, like, it's not the worst thing in the world, uh, except, like, it, it's, a, it's a small place, you know? Like, it's very like oh I I grew up on Oahu one of the smaller islands is a very small place, uh like I go back and I see what did I fucking write holy shit, god damn it you know uh, it's it's a very small place like I'm able to go back and see like all my fran my fan my fans I don't have any fans I do have uh, I go back to see my f my friends my family you know exes that spot where my ex dumped me which happens to be the same spot where uh my cousin had his 16th birthday like it's that it's that small like where I I just can do anything everything and anything that I want to do uh the greatest part though is uh that you're you're within three degrees of finding like three degrees of people of like finding any drug you want uh, the bad part is that you're within three degrees of being snitched onto your mom. Like that's like that's the basic. That's basically what is like growing up in Hawaii. Like you, there's no, you, you're being watched all the time. Like it's like Big Brother, but big, if Big Brother could uh, kick the shit out of you, um, which like a normal Big. I never had a Big Brother. Uh, okay. Like I, you can't really do that here though, right? You can't like. I mean, people like you. You might know people here. They might like tell like, but like in the Bay Area, it's 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 a lot easier to do shit like anything that you want. Like, you can just go to Fremont. Like no one's gonna snitch on you, you know. Or you can just take a ferry across uh, the the Bay to Marin, where everyone will snitch on you, but it won't matter because they're all high on Vicodin. Uh, fuck Marin. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it's all the shit that I like wrote and it's like a oh, fucking, I want to do that. I'm just going to be so funny. It's going to be so funny. It will be funny. Uh, been, uh, been watching the news a lot lately, which is something I don't usually do. And I realized that there's way too much of it. There is like, I so I stopped watching the news, uh, but uh, I realized there's way too much of it's coming out at a, such a fast rate because of social media that uh, if I had kept up with it for any much longer, like I would have just not had any my own news. Like people would have started asking me, like, "Hey Cody, what's new with you?" And I, w- I would be uh, unbearable. Have you talked to somebody who only listens to the news? you can't finish a conversation without them talking about something that's apparently their opinion when in reality it's uh, not formed by them because they're a fucking idiot. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You you see it coming out at such a fast rate. You could be watching uh, or you could be like watching the news and talking to somebody about it and then halfway through that conversation they'll be like, we got breaking news. Uh, Everything that you just heard is false. And which is like why I report it. Like I don't get why. Like just wait till the whole story comes out. Like do you need like like if you do that, then I feel like I feel like it's more of a like it's more of a story rather than just a part of a story. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I do this thing a lot where I, I go out to eat alone. Do you, do, you, do you guys do that? I find it very relaxing because I can just choose any place I want instead of having an argument as to which place to go to. Um, the other day I was down in uh, in Sunnyvale and uh, I, I went to a Chick-fil-A and I couldn't have done that if I went with anybody else, <laughs> right? That You go to Chick-fil-A alone, you buy a chicken sandwich, you go in your car, you unravel it and you eat it like, like a fucking, go- like, a, like a squirrel, like... <sighs> <laughs> because it's that good and also you you have that shame inside of you that you that 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 is put on you by society by the way it there's nothing wrong with eating at chick-fil-a like i got into an argument one time with my friend i was like let's go to chick-fil-a dude he was like dude did you know that chick-fil-a is against the lgbt community and i was like is he gonna be? Uh, is, is the Chick Fil A CEO is he gonna be that fucking like, whatever? Like, is he gonna be at that Chick Fil A down in Sunnyvale? Because if he's not, then I'm pretty sure I'm safe. Like, it's not like. First of all, I'm. Uh, it doesn't matter for the joke, whatever. But it's not. It's not like you you go to Chick Fil A, you walk in, and everybody hates gay people, or whatever, right? It's not like you walk. It's not like on the hiring poster it says, "18 an hour, competitive benefits." Uh, we hate gay people. <laughs> Like that's not that's not their their slogan, right? It's like something else, a lot more. I don't know. <laughs> um, but so it turns out that that like Chick Fil A is really just it, it's it, it's not that like it, the chicken sandwiches are good, is what I'm trying to say. I fucking is is you you tell you, you tell that to somebody too, and then they'll be they'll always be like that that's that's like highly against going to Chick Fil A. Like none of them has ever had Chick Fil A sandwich, uh, which is which I think you should at least do your research, you know, to know whether or not to like 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 if 
if you're so against it, go there, have a chicken sandwich so you can say, I hate their chicken sandwiches. All right? And if you like it, if you don't, if you're still, if you're against it without doing that, then uh, we'll just use your slave labor phone and take your Volkswagen Hitler mobile and find another shady organization to go to. Okay. Okay. We got through that. We got through that horrible riff. That absolutely terrible. Holy shit. That was bad. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I have something that I wrote too. Never mind. Okay. This is, this is, this is done. <laughs> Uh, I think you have an opportunity there at the end to say for the slogan, like, we got chicken, we hate fags. Like, I think you can go a little harder in the paint because you're just like, gays, which is like, I mean, it's cool. But if you're going to be, it's the Chick-fil-A thing's kind of well-tread ground. So if you're going to do something about it, I think it has to be impactful in some way. So... You might want to go a little stronger on the language unless you don't feel comfortable with that. No, I'm try- See, the thing is, I don't think the... I, I want to, but the, the setup at this moment does not justify that word yet. Ag- agreed, agreed. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting till I find a, a, a good enough way to set it up before I, I end up unleashing my wrath. Um, yeah. They are really delicious sandwiches, though. But I, I mean, but it, that, I mean, I don't agree with their politics either. Whatever. <clears throat> I've got some little nuggets for you there. Uh, Cody, about the Chick-fil-A joke. I think you, you waited too long into the joke to talk about why, why you feel the shame, you know, going oh, okay. to a Chick-fil-A, because I'm not, I'm not sure if any, everyone, every audience member would be, will be aware that you know, they support anti-LGBTQ groups. Yeah, that's kind that, of a you know, that, That's that where they're putting, putting their money. Yeah. And I was thinking something funny you could say is, you know, I like to go to Chick-fil-A because... Uh, you know, I haven't been feeling paranoid enough smoking weed. <laughs> it's like, or I miss the paranoia I used to feel when I was smoking weed. Right. And maybe you could, uh, you can incorporate how, how your show is shamed. You won't go into Chick-fil-A. Maybe you just go through the, the drive-thru. Maybe you wear a disguise. You know, maybe you drive a friend's car. And you could just uh, maybe make some, make some parallels to some uh, illegal activity. Right. You know what I mean? And what, you know, something, your choice, of course. Yeah, you could, uh, you know, they'll, they'll warrant to the yeah, shame okay. and maybe the paranoia. Maybe you're worried about, like, a post on uh, on Facebook. Like, someone, like, just outs you. Maybe you, you could do a joke about you're, you're worried about being outed. Right, okay. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's basically, you know, that's, like, you know, basically my feedback. And just don't use the word like so much. Uh, <laughs> like, like. Easier said than done. Very you're like a, like a teenage like girl, you know? Like um, if you're going to stick to that punchline where you're like 18 an hour, good benefits, we hate gay people, just make that last part like unless I think Pam was generally referring to that, but I like the idea of just making that last one punchier. Like yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you could make it more concise than we hate. I think you could even shrink that down even more. Um, if you want to stick to that, if, 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 if that's what you're going to yeah, go with. Um, and then, um, I just needed a way to end it and get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, during the yeah. set, at least. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Like, cause it wasn't the whole Westboro Baptist church thing where they were saying, you know, like God hates fags. Like maybe you could like, it like somewhat unexpected, but you, you know, it's going to be about gay people, but it's just on such a higher level. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, I don't know if, uh, invoking that slogan is, is risky. You know, I mean, obviously it's risky. Um, so I'm wondering if, if it's, 
too risky for something like that if it's See, worth it, the risk. I feel like it has to be risky because it's well-tread ground. Because people have been That's doing Chick-fil-A point. jokes for like yeah. two years. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, what's your... I was liking just for you. What's the perspective from you that makes it different? Even, yeah. if, even if you can bring in some Japanese shit to like make it no. specific to you? No. Okay. Uh, no, oh, the, no, I was wincing at that guy out there. Was there someone outside going uh, nutballs? Yeah, that was my face. There's oh. just some guy freaking out. Oh, okay, cool. Not you. You're good. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted, the other thing I wanted to say, the bit where you're talking about drugs and Hawaii being a you know small circle. You're already making the contrast between like getting narked on and like 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 the drug life versus your mom, right? Like it's this funny contrast. So when you refer to Big Brother. Like you, liter- you got to refer to a literal. Well, why didn't you do that? Because I feel like you would have already thought of that. Wait, wait. For like what? you said, you said Big Brother is watching you or something. Yeah, like, I thought. Of it. I just thought that. Um, I. Uh, I. Did it seem too like low hanging fruit. Yeah, like did, too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I just it it kind of came out. I don't, I don't like it. It, it it's kind of too doesn't fit within what I like I I don't care about okay. like, I, don't, I don't like I don't care if people are watching me okay um I'm just it, it was the joke is more kind of like angled see originally it's it's more of like when I was growing up I cared but yeah. it, so like it doesn't uh like going off into a tangent about big brother now like outside like with outside of the confines of the joke and in it's in its own bit is that what you're talking about um well, like I was just thinking because it. you referenced Big Brother in the sense of like narcotics and surveillance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're already making that distinction with family. Then you just need like that pun. Oh, yeah, That yeah, yeah, pun yeah. should be there to close the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if your general attitude is I don't give a shit, maybe you can, if incorporated, talk about, I, I don't know, like Big Brother's watching, but... Like I saw him sending a dick pic to his girlfriend. So like yeah, something yeah, about yeah. he's your brother. So like what beef would you have on your brother? Right, because right. your attitude is I'm not afraid of you. Like I don't care. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, you know, something something like that. I don't know. It's stupid. It's stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. No, no. no. <laughs> I, I mean, I I I I, I accept because like I that was com- like I just riffed that. I didn't really. Yeah. Well, it's there know now. What I was saying. Yeah. It's, Possibly. It's, it's all recorded yeah. for human history to. Um, I don't know. The, the, the subtext of that that Chick Fil A joke isn't really Chick Fil A though. It's it's about me <laughs> and your inner repression and the fact that everyone else is an idiot. That's the subtext of that one. That I'm better than them. Everybody. No, I'm kidding. Um, He's better than all of us. Clap your hands together <laughs> for Cody Abe. <laughs> Yay. All right, moving right along to your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Rob Edwards. What's up, what's up, Muni Radio? What's happening? Talking a lot about Chick-fil-A. I felt the same. I felt kind of the same. I went there one time and with a friend. and Well, I told my friend that I went there, and she was like, oh, don't you know they're against gay marriage? And I was like, oh, word, really? I didn't know. And she was like, well, how could you eat there? Well, I knew, but then she was like, how could you eat there then if you knew? And I was like, well, I mean, she's like, are you against gay marriage? I'm like, uh, not categorically speaking, yes. He was like, what does that mean? He's like, I don't support marriage in general. Straight marriage, gay marriage, doesn't matter. It's a bad idea. 
Like, I don't believe marriage is between man and a woman. I believe marriage is between dumb and dumber. It's a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I said, uh, and like a few times. I'm fucking up. All right. Uh. <laughs> so I was in the beginning stages of a fuck the other night. Uh, we were about to have ourselves some sex. And I'm licking the kitty, as all straight men should. And she begins to kind of put pressure on the top of my head, kind of like a Heisman stiff arm towards her anus. And what she didn't know is that Rob, that's me, does not partake in the consumption of ass. I do not eat, lick, or kiss booty holes. It's a personal decision for me, all right? And so I told her no. And you know, she was a pretty girl, kind of spoiled, didn't really get the gist and understanding of the word no. And so it, she just kept asking me the same question like in a different way. It kind of turned into this green eggs and ham situation. You know what I mean? She was like, eat my ass like groceries out the bag. I don't eat ass because having shit in your mouth is a drag. Would you eat ass here or there? I wouldn't eat ass here or there. I wouldn't eat ass anywhere. Would you, could you, on the bed? Maybe after I give you head? I would not, could not, on the bed, even after head. I do not eat ass, understand me, ma'am? I do not eat ass, so stop asking. Damn. Uh, yes, yes, praise me. Uh, <laughs> so she, she pressed, she just kept kept going, bro, and then she said something that made me mad. She said, nigga, don't you eat chitlins? I was like, what? Like, that's a personal, that's a cultural barrier. I, I get it, you know, white people, chitlins are, are pig intestines that when prepared with a grandmother's love are nothing short of magical. It's like going to Disneyland with Louisiana hot sauce. It is truly a magical experience. Uh, um, again. Uh, so, so she pressed it. She, she, so you will eat and digest a pig's ass, but you won't lick mine. And I will admit, on the surface, it may appear she has a point. I assure you she doesn't, and I will break it down to you the way that I broke it down to her. First of all, that pig has been dead for a while now. It's not eating anything, it hasn't eaten anything, there's no, there's no bodily functions, it's not digesting anything. You just ate Chipotle. All that salsa, beans, and cheese. You are out of your goddamn mind if you think I'm going in there. It's a simple, it's simple algebra. Cheese times salsa plus uh, beans divided by the anus equals boo-boo. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. <laughs> Next point I had was those shitlins were in boiling water for hours, killing all the booty germs that might have been on them shits. All right, so if you, are, if you are dedicated enough, if you can sit in boiling water for hours, then I, I'll eat your ass, I will, I will eat it. Now granted, it'll probably be at your funeral because that would mean you agreed to be boiled alive, but you know, I would honor your sacrifice to the booty licking cause, right? You know, it'll be awkward for your nano when I dive in between your cheeks in the middle of the eulogy, but what can I say? I'm a man of my word. <laughs> yeah. 
And then finally, I, I was like, you know, I've never tasted the human anus, but I don't think they taste as good as my grandmother's chitlins. I don't think it, no. And she was like, so if my ass tasted like chitlins, you would eat it? I was like, no, I would, I would just have more questions, you know? Why is your ass so garlicky? What is, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Are you sick? Is something wrong with you? Why hasn't the CDC issued a report on this? Do we need to quarantine this bitch? What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I'm not trying to get sick. Or is it something more sinister? Is it something more deeper going on? Is, is this neighborhood been overwhelmed, taken over with vampires, anally raping people? Like, what the fuck? Like, and the only way to defend yourself is to rub garlic all over your asshole. Is that, like, I don't, that's crazy to me, man. Like, I, I've lived in neighborhoods and dealt with Bloods and Crips, but I, I don't know what I would do with vampires with anal fixations. That shit is, that shit is beyond me. I don't know how to deal with that shit. All right, so let's switch it up. Let's switch gears. I want to talk about police. Can I talk about police? You know, I feel like we need to look at what makes a motherfucker want to have a badge? What, what inspires somebody to put on the blue? You know what I mean? We got to look at this and maybe we can find some, where the problem comes from, right? Any of y'all ever seen the show Cops? Yeah. I don't like the energy, the theme song that that show gives off. You know the, you know the theme song, right? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? That shit is entirely too aggressive. Why the fuck are you putting batteries in these motherfuckers' backs? You know what I'm saying? Like on the side of police cars, it says to protect and serve, not we're coming for you. That's some horror movie shit. You know what I'm saying? Black people don't survive in horror movies. No wonder they shoot so many of us. Some bullshit. You know, and then you look at movies like, you look at cop movies, people have died by the thousands in all of those movies. All of them. Like, what's the, there's a movie called, uh, it's Lethal Weapon. Never, never mind the name of the movie, but it has uh, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Uh, fun fact, this is before Mel Gibson's infamous, <laughs> I hope you get raped by a pack of niggas phone call. <laughs> Which is completely irrelevant to my point, but I find it very funny that he did that. You have to harbor a lot of hate in your heart to tell somebody they, you hope they run into four to seven Bill Cosby's. That's fucked up. It's a lot of Quaalude lace pudding pops. You know what I mean? With the Quaaludes and the pudding pops and the, all right, all right, I went off on a tangent. Back to what I was saying, basically, you know, if you look at the movie, basically Danny Glover was the, the calm, relaxed cop, like, hey, let's ask questions, and then Mel Gibson was the, uh, the gun-happy, gun-toting white boy, long-haired white boy, you know? And you know, it was fun to watch in the movie, but when you think about it, who do you think inspired more people to be cops? Danny Glover or Mel Gibson? Some scary shit to think about, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you want them to use restraint and shit? They weren't, they didn't, they didn't get the job to use restraint. The best part of the job is the gun, goddammit. They don't get paid a lot, you know? I think about I think about what I, I think about situations that I've seen and like would I have done anything different, you know? Because I don't I feel like they don't get paid enough. Like if if you if you could get shot at a, at your job, you shouldn't need a roommate to pay rent. That's just that's how I feel. I don't know, yeah. So I think about it like you know the Rodney King situation. What would I have done differently? 
you know, I'm out here at night arguing with your coked out ass when I don't know how I'm gonna pay my light bill. I don't know, I mean, shit. I might have whooped his ass too, I don't know. It's, that's a lot to deal with at, at the time, you know what I mean? Like, I can't be out here protecting everybody and worried about my financial struggles. That shit's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm working on that one. But all right, that's my time. Rob Edwards, everyone, Rob Edwards. Um, I would switch. I love your eating ass rhyme. I think the Dr. Seuss thing is brilliant. I would give you an applause break every time. But I would start with the chitlins bit. I would talk about like that first and then at the end. Because the chitlin bits is a lead up to where you get to with the um, with the story. But that's like the big hilarious guns that you when you're done with that, you're going to get a clap or you're going to get an applause break. And you're going to change gears you know what i mean yeah. um so yeah it's i other than that it's it's so funny that because you're literally eating ass and then she's yeah. like because that and that's a funny lead into where she's like don't you eat chitlins and then you're like Ugh, and you talk about grandmother's love and whatever and then that builds to the yeah. i'm not gonna i will not eat them in my grandma's kitchen i will not eat them i will not lick them or whatever it was great yeah that was a, that was a very funny bit uh, <laughs> you don't eat ass. Maybe you can say something like, as an aside, it's, well, I don't eat ass, but I can get a dog and some peanut butter, and uh, maybe she's not amenable to that. I don't know. Maybe maybe good good uh, good vibrations need to needs to expand their selection. I don't. know, Maybe you could delve into that. It's like well, I wonder if good vibrations has a toy with a little tongue at the end of it. Would she know the difference? Hmm. Don't know. So that was really good. And I really enjoyed the, what was it, the uh, the, frust yeah, the really frustrated, angry uh, cops bit. And uh, I like that, like how one of the, the reasons for that was because they have so many roommates. That's a really good angle. I like that angle. <laughs> Just like, yeah, explore that. That's really good. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Kelly? Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to say, um, I like the... Uh, you're not you're against all marriage uh but i would say you could say it shorter you could be like i'm not against gay marriage i'm against all marriage you know because then it's like quick and punchy and you're like it's not man and woman it's dumb and dumber you know so it's like you hit your point really quickly they sound similar enough too where it's just like you know you're subbing in one phrase for the other and then you know i think there is like sometimes you have some really good like um like, would you eat my ass if it was like, if it tastes like chitlins? And it's like, the, the point is like, no, I'd ask, are you okay? Cause that's like, it's, you know, like that's a quick funny point. But then I feel like sometimes you get lost in the descriptions, you know, like you get, like you wanna give too much information when it's like, you know, we've already kind of got the idea, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's it. I like the uh, Dr. Seuss stuff too, I thought that was fun. Anybody else? All right, clap your hands together, Rob Edwards. Yay. All right, your next comedian. Thank you guys all for sticking around. Thanks for donating. If you can't donate, don't worry about it. Just take a per picture of someone on stage and put it on your Instagram and tag Mutiny Radio SF. And while you're there, follow us, uh, Mutiny Radio SF. Find out about all four of our open mics every week. We have a new one coming up on Tuesdays from four to six. A weird time, I know, but hey, there it is. Uh, also, 
You can't be a part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 unless you apply. I have tons and tons of spaces for local people to be doing podcasts and host shows and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'm only pulling from the pile of people that apply. So you can do that by going to our website. It's only 20 bucks and it's going to be great this year. And uh, you should do that if you want to be a part of the festival. It's the fifth annual. It's going to be a lot of fun. Your next comedian. Hey, thanks everybody for being here and clap your hands together for Dave Olson. Yay! Thank you. You know, it's funny. Actually, I was going to work on a, a line about ass eating as well. I'm happy to see a fellow ass eating abstainer in here. There's more people need to come out and say it. If you don't like it, yeah, it's it's funny. Come on, stop. This eating ass. You get, the, every time I hear people, like, the more vocal you are about loving eating ass, the less I believe you. It's like the same with spicy food. It's like, the more you're into it, just like, who are you trying to impress right now? No one gives a shit. And it's like inherently, in 2019, like inherently problematic in that, like, if you do it sober, you're a sociopath. Like, that is the, that is a drunk, that's a drunk move. Like, I don't know. If you do it by mistake and then you just roll with the punches because you don't want to recoil and get kicked out of the room. But uh, that's a dangerous bit because you don't want to get accused of uh, kink shaming. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a proud kink shamer. I'm not a, actually I don't I'm not a proud kink shamer. I'm a proud kink eye roller. Like, just give me a fucking break. Everybody like uh, I know like I came from uh, I've I've been up in Portland for the last few years, so I'm used to people. You know, their kink is their whole identity, which is a little irritating because it's not an orientation. It's not like it's not how you were born. Like I've, I know people that are like they act like this is who I am. This is how I was born. I can't change this about myself. Like there was nothing. You weren't born with a closet full of latex. That's like fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> you got like a, a wall of dog toys. You went down to Petco. Like that's not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I liked. Uh, it's a shame he left, actually. Oh, that's all right, whatever. Cody's bit when he was up here, I liked the first line when he was talking about being really smart. actually kind of threw me off because uh, the first thing he asked, well, he asked, he asked you what uh, the square root of 81 was. Or you asked him, and then he just answered it so dismissively, like, no, I mean, like, a hard question. I was in the middle of thinking what a square root was while he, while he asked. I was like, oh, shit. I actually, for a second, I was like, is he actually the smartest man? Is this part of his, is this like his identity? He's just going to like Malcolm in the middle us. He's going to start spitting out crazy trivia. Anyone else? Daytime TV. Any latchkey kids? Remember that episode? What's the capital of Reykjavik? Uh, Iceland. Reykjavik. All right. I messed that one up. But that's all right. Uh, yeah, I'm very dumb. Do you ever forget that you're dumb and then just remember all of a sudden? Like it just comes back. Oh, yeah. I'm stupid. I was uh, hanging out with my cousin and we were drawing... We were drawing pictures. He said, Dave, can you draw a picture of me on a bicycle? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Way in over my head on that one. I ended up with two circles and a swastika in the middle. It was, it was pretty bad. I really did feel, uh, I really did feel stupid around him. Um, but that's all right. I think that, uh, I think we underestimate how stupid we are as people. Like I, I like to think that, uh, if I was alone, I could come up with a lot of uh, of the stuff that we have by ourselves. But uh, then I learned that a guy invented the wheel. Like, that's not like every town, every community, like every group of people, they all just come up with the wheel independently and use it. It's a guy did it somewhere in like Iraq 
And then it just kind of fanned out from there and everyone stole that. Like, oh shit, that's not a bad idea. And they all stole it. And there's places that never picked up the wheel. They never started using it. They could have used it and they just never did, which is wild to me. Like there's cultures where uh, they had, instead of using the wheel to like, uh, to use like for farming or transportation or anything like that, they would make this weird toy that you would spin with a stick. And that's the only version of the wheel they had. They would take this stick and the little kids would run around with it. And they had it for like a, you know, like a thousand years and no one ever thought to do anything else with it. But that's clearly like not like if that's what happened, there are like kind of in everyone is dumb and everyone is uh, hostile to anybody that might be even a little bit smarter than them. Like I'm sure like in ancient Greece or like whenever, wherever it was, they were playing with this toy. Like an adult was looking at it like started fiddling around playing with his toy getting some ideas like what are you fucking gay put down that kid's toy thing and they were left in the stone age they never advanced you know just a thousand years of watching logs rolling down hills and just like oh shit he's in a hurry <laughs> yeah we're dumb we are dumb and actually uh realizing how stupid we are has made me start to believe in aliens again because i used to not believe in them uh, when I was younger, I did. I thought that they were for sure real. And then I got a little older and I stopped. And now I'm back on I'm back on the alien train. I, fir I firmly believe they're around. Because what, what made me stop believing in them was uh, I had an older friend say, really, Dave, you think that another civilization flew halfway across the universe, came to Earth, and they just like, you know, graffitied, graffitied far like farmers' fields and shoved things in their ass? You think that they did that? And then I... Uh, I saw how white folks behave in Cancun. I'm like, yeah, I think people travel long distances to do dumb shit. I don't think that that's a, I don't think that's like a limiting factor. I saw a fat kid throw trail mix at a monkey for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I totally believe that they're, I think that, I think that that's what they're doing. Because I think that if aliens, if there's any culture that is advanced to the point where they're inner, interstellar, whatever, like they're going, you know, they're going the distance. Uh, I think that they're probably going to be like us because, you know, alone i couldn't figure out that uh you know sharp things are you know good for killing stuff i don't think i i'm i think naturally like we're i'm very stupid and i don't think you guys are much smarter than me uh no offense but all right i'm glad i'm glad to have your support behind this bit uh but yeah i don't think i think most people are pretty dumb I think that an alien civilization is probably the same. I think that if there's aliens out there, there's probably like four Elon alien musks inventing everything. And then everyone else is just benefiting, you know, living off the fruits of uh, the smart people's labor. So if there are aliens, I think that, uh, you know, they just like jumped in an Uber and came down here. And we look at them like they're the smart ones. I think that like, you know, like Roswell, I totally think that happened. I think that was just like an alien sitting in like a Tesla, I'm like, I could fucking do this. And just immediately right into a, right into the dirt. Didn't work out for him. But yeah, I think that, I believe in ancient aliens. I believe in all that stuff. Because yeah. all those myths where they talk about aliens coming down and like trying to teach and like the, you know, all that stuff, you know, and, and like all the, the, the argument against it is like, it's all so vague. Like they, they came down like, oh, look, the aliens taught, the the you know the the Anunnaki they came down they taught the Sumerians about like the Caduceus you know they they were trying to share the secrets of DNA and they're like why would aliens come down and be all vague and like just draw a picture of snakes well then I started thinking like if I was like if I was a time traveler and I was to go back five thousand years uh, I think they would I think it would be very similar I think they'd be very bummed out with the information I'm bringing to the table 
Like I would get off the fucking spaceship and I would really try to blow their minds. I'm like, lo and behold, I come with the truth. The world is made of atoms. They'd be like, wow, what are those? And I'd be like, shit. A small thing. It's a very small thing. That's all I, that's all I, that's all I think I could contribute to them. Um, yeah, there's a, uh, there's pedophiles out there. There's only a couple of us in here. There's pedophiles out there. Uh, I'm glad that Jeffrey Epstein's all coming to light because I think the stereotype of pedophiles is starting to change, and I'm all for that. I feel bad for because uh, those guys are monsters. Those are power hungry. It's all just a sick sickness that they have, where they want to, you know, it's all, you know, like what the socialists say. It's all power structures and shit. I think that's fair. I think that's actually what's happening. The, I, I can't wait for the stereotype to get away from like the the loser in his mom's basement, like that pedophile. Half the time, I don't think he's actually a pedophile. I think he's just looking for someone to care about his toys, like just a loser. That's all he's got. You bring a 13-year-old down into your mom's basement. She's like, holy shit, this is like a studio apartment. You just want someone to be impressed with your life. And I think things just get carried away. All right. Thank you very much. I'm done. Tables and yay, yay. I, I really like the, uh, we're, we're dumber than we think premise. Most people are dumber than they think uh, premise. And you were talking about the one guy who invented the wheel and how everybody else stole it. Uh, I think, and you, I think you could uh, bring in ancestry into that, talk about who you're descended from. Remember you're talking about the tribe who never figured it out for like a thousand years. You're like, I probably descended from them. You know, you can talk yeah, about like, that. Uh, talk about like particular ancestries. Yeah, yeah you I could do that. that. You know, that's, you get into like a weird territory there where you start like talking about like different regions of people, like having different, you know, I don't want to get into like eugenics and shit. <laughs> start sounding like I'm like talking about the bell curve. Like, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that the Northern Europeans came up with, but yeah, that's a that's a good idea. You talked about time travel, uh, like wait, like how far you would go back and what you would tell people. What about uh, taking it in this direction? Who would you bring forward in time? Like, would you bring forward the guy who had, had invented the wheel to to present times? He seems like he could get some shit done. What kind? Of, I mean, what kind of stuff would he be able to do? Like a person like that in modern times, what problems could he solve? You know, yeah. maybe, some, maybe a direction like that. Yeah, that's funny because I was thinking about something similar. Like, yeah. if you brought like a you know like an Archimedes or something like that, you know, someone from a few thousand years ago, and you brought them to today. And then you had them go back in time. What realistically, if they, if you were just explaining shit to them, if you, if you expose them to like our civilization for like a year, what do you think they could actually realistically change back where they're from? And I don't think it's a lot. Or maybe the premise could be bringing people forward to see if we're really fucked, bringing the smartest people to the future and just having each one of them like just start shaking their heads. It's like, oh man, I'm going back to, you guys are screwed. I'm going oh, yeah, back. I want to go back to my, path. you bring forward Newton, you bring uh, Socrates, Archimedes, all these, the guy who invented the wheel and there's just a consensus that we're all fucked and they, and they each give this, give an argument as to why. And yeah, I love your, I love your, school uh, is lame. Like it doesn't yeah. make anything cool. We're all just dying. I love your argument in favor of you know, aliens traveling vast distances to do stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could talk about how the Roswell crash was an example of just aliens being stupid 
<laughs> oh yeah. Maybe it was oh, a bunch yeah. of teenagers who stole their parents' spacecraft. Maybe, right. maybe something like yeah, that. I I, I, yeah. I love the graffiti line. Yeah. I think that's that's spot on. Like what these aliens came to do graffiti in the cornfields. I think that's really oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the the premise at the end with uh, pedophiles. I it's it's a great start that that you're looking for someone to say that your life's okay with the toys. I think that's yeah. very funny because I know a lot of guys in their 30s that have like, you know, they're shelving above their room with all of their weird toys in boxes or whatever and right yeah yeah cool Thank you just you. want someone to like your your weird toys yeah. it's funny oh uh, yeah i like the uh the premise that aliens are just as dumb as we are or whatever so you brought up like an alien elon musk maybe you bring up like stupid examples like an alien kim kardashian or oh yeah alien Instagram or some shit. I don't know. Just yeah. something like that. I don't know. I just have to rewatch Ancient Aliens and see if I can find like, <laughs> yeah, something find like that. parallels in there. Yeah, exactly. All right. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, have a good Everybody clap wildly. Dave Olson. All right. We've got one comic left. I, I have no desire to do comedy today, so this will be our last comic. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around. I really, really, really appreciate that and giving your comments today and just hanging out. Tell your friends. We do this on Saturdays, 4 to 6, um, and, and um, thanks for being here, and thanks for donating. And again, if you can't donate, uh, take a picture. And everybody who's listening, please follow us on Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. Clap your hands together. He's super, super funny and very, very handsome. Everybody, Kelly Evans. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Pam. Uh, uh, I was driving the other day and I drove past this place called Plant Therapy. Uh, their motto is plants are cheaper than therapy. So I quit therapy, bought some plants, right? Started telling them all my problems, and uh, they're all dead. They all died. Yeah, I killed all those plants. I guess I should have been more positive, you know? Plants are cheaper than therapy because therapy works. It does. Uh, there's a reason for that. You're never going to hear somebody say, you know, I was struggling with bipolar disorder, and uh, family disowned me. Went to jail several times. But these begonias are really turning things around, you know? I'm going to plant some garlic. I think, you know, I think life's getting better. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I recently accepted that I have like a smidge of the OCD, just like a little bit. Like it's really specific. Like I just get the, like I get the compulsion to yell out when it's really quiet, you know, specifically during weddings, more specifically during the objections portion. Like that's when I feel the need. So I'm just in the back of the church, like pinching my arm until it bleeds. So I don't accidentally yell out. And then, because I'm pretty sure that's how you have to get married to that person. Like that's like, how's it work? You know, you run off, you join a bus. I don't know. That's like how it works. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a serious issue. <laughs> it's a serious problem. Uh, fuck. What else? Mental health, mental health. Um, oh yeah, there we go. I actually decided to go to a therapist in college. Um, the thing about therapists in college is, uh, they give you a PhD student because it's cheaper. Uh, it's kind of like going to a barber college, uh, except instead of a haircut, it's your emotional demons, you know, like on the inside. Uh, so I went in and I had about an hour. I like told Julia is who they gave me, told her all my problems. Uh, just I laid it down on her. And uh, then I left and I came back a week later and uh, she transferred. She wasn't there anymore. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're connected, uh, but I like to think so. You know, it's like it feels uh, like good validation. I hope so, really, actually. Uh, my mom is an interesting person. 
Uh, she's always giving me advice, you know, that I never wanted. And <laughs> she's just like an oversharer. She tells way more than she should. It's probably why I do comedy. Uh, you know, it's like always conversations like, oh, did you know that uh, your uncle Buddy cheated on your Aunt Jeannie? I'm like, you really shouldn't be telling me this. Like, that's probably private information. Yeah, and your stepdad wears women's panties periodically. I did not want to know that at all. Can you please stop talking? You're like, And while we're on the subject of sex, we were not on that subject. I don't know why you're bringing that up. Yeah, anyway, you should really wait until, you know, you care about somebody. I'm like, that's actually pretty reasonable. That makes a lot of sense. And also, doggy style offers the best penetration. That's not reasonable at all. Why did you fucking, I cannot forget the fact that she said that, uh, but I will keep drinking to try. You know, like I'm putting in the effort. Fucking that is an actual conversation that happened. Yeah, uh, it's a fun place, Texas. Um I, uh, anybody who grew up in the 80s, anybody make some noise if you're, no, yeah, no, cool, two of us, three of us, three to five, that's not bad, that's like, uh, I'm not good at math, what is that, 60, 60%, yeah, there we go, see, square root 81 is nine though, at least I know that, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I grew up in the 80s, even if you didn't, like, you know, the movie Back to the Future, right? Like, it's a famous movie. It's a movie about uh, a young boy whose best friend is an older man uh, and whose mom uh, repeatedly tries to fuck him through the movie. Like, that's, that's a big part of that movie. Yeah, that's a bit of a weird part of that movie, right? Like, I don't know. It makes people uncomfortable when I say that. Like, they don't ever really respond well. It's like, yeah, how do you... You think I feel when I had to watch that movie with my mom the other month. Like, and she decided to comment by saying, you know, if you went to my high school, I think you were pretty cute. I'm like, no, no, this is like, you're not making it better. Like, fuck, man. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is the movie's weird. It's a weird fucking movie. All these like 80s movies, all the family friendly movies in the 80s were weird. They all had weird. I love these movies. I don't want you to get me wrong here. I'm not just complaining about them. I actually really still love Back to the Future. I mean, movies also like Splash, you know, Splash has a mermaid and Tom Hanks. And then like in it, he fucks the mermaid. I mean, not shot for shot. Like that's the, but it's subtext, right? Like, yeah, Howard the Duck, Howard the Duck's another one. Not a lot of people have seen that movie. If you don't know, it's about like an alien duck. He gets transferred to another universe, and then he tries to fuck Leah Thompson the entire time. That's a big part of that movie, too. Yeah, and I'm I'm like at least 90% sure E.T. probably fingered that kid. Just like once, you know. I'm not 100%, you know, but it just feels more likely than not. Wouldn't it be weird if like E.T. was actually like a escaped convict from his planet? You know, like we're, we're all just like, oh, he's so adorable. Look at his finger. Like, don't touch the finger. He's a fucking pedophile. Get away from him. He's very dangerous. I just like to say the word pedophile periodically. Uh, yeah, you know the thing, I, but I love that movie. I loved all those movies. I still love those movies. I mean, Back to the Future, I'm feeling conflicted about since my mom's compliments. But the rest of them, still very much a fan of. But I, you know, I rewatched them recently, and you just see they're fucking weird, man. Like 80s movies were all weird. They all made very little sense. Like, and we love them though. Like, for instance, Pretty Woman. It's a classic, right? Fucking, I didn't really have too many feelings about it until I rewatched it with my girlfriend recently. We're rewatching it, and she looks at me, and she's like, "You know, I just wish you would look at me." Like uh, Richard Gere looks at Julia Roberts in this movie, and I was like, "Um." Like a prostitute? I don't like, because did I misread this movie? I don't feel like financial transactions are going to solve our problems in the relationship 
but that's fine. You know, and don't get me wrong. Like, and when I tell women this joke, they fucking hate me for it. But I, I actually like this movie, and I love Pretty Woman. Julia Roberts is amazing. She's charming. She does that gummy smile thing. She's on shopping sprees, whatever. She's a sassy gal. But fucking Richard Gere is a piece of shit. He's a fucking. He's a rich white guy who pays for prostitutes. Plural, because you know that's not the first time. All right, I'm just saying. He's on a vacation. He's in finance or something, buying companies, firing union workers, putting gerbils in his ass at the end of a long day. That's a real thing. Google that shit. Richard Gere, gerbil or hamster or some other adorable rodent. Not a guinea pig. It's too big. Anyway, besides the point. The point is pretty woman. I love the pretty woman and pretty woman. Do not like the pretty man and pretty woman. He's a douchebag. All right. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, But of course, like all these movies were weird, right? Because it was the 80s. Like there was so much cocaine. It was just like unprecedented levels of cocaine. You could snort the film strips. Like that is how much cocaine was everywhere. Fucking it just, it's intense. It really is. Uh, I like Pablo Escobar was mostly bunk bankrolled by like Teen Wolf, you know, Teen Wolf where Michael J. Fox make bad life decisions. Like pick better movies, man. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Seriously, he becomes this really athletically endowed, like miracle werewolf creature with super strength and vision and sight and smell and he uses these powers uh, to slam dunk that's pretty much that's what he does with this miracle power like shouldn't you be saving lives saving people or at least eating them i don't know that's what werewolves do right they should he didn't eat one person also like an entire town knew about a werewolf and no white van showed up to research it you know like really it's not it's unrealistic it doesn't make any fucking sense uh fucking cocaine man it does weird things to people's minds like too many people were on on it you know it's, it's everywhere it's like places it shouldn't be cartoons definitely affected by it i don't know if you like we didn't get toy story with like a charming character and plot we got like movies and cartoons that parents would not watch with you so they just put you in the back room and then went and watched some buddy cop show like simon and simon with a lot of jazz music you know where's the jazz saxophone nowadays by the way i just miss it you know anybody else pining for some jazz sax anyway <laughs> He-Man Master of the Universe. You guys remember this? He-Man? It's uh, If you don't remember, it's basically about like a simple Amish-looking farmer boy uh, who transforms uh, into a super-ripped leather daddy. Yeah, his outfit is a leather harness and fuck-me boots. And besides Speedos, that's really it. That's the entire... He rides a lion that has stripes and is green. How much cocaine do you have to be on for that to sound like a good idea? Like, seriously. It's eight grams. I did it eight grams the other day, and it sounded great. It was like, let's watch this show. I'm fucking into it right now. Thundercats, another really sexist show, if you think about it. The very, first of all, main character's name is Lion-O. Very creative naming process. Uh, Let's throw an O on the end of a cat. Uh, And then what he does is when he's ready to fight, he pulls his dagger out and he screams, ho, at the top of his lungs. And then it grows into a huge throbbing sword. It's a very sexualized cartoon. What the fuck is going on in the 80s, you know? But of course, I mean, I love those shows as a kid uh, because I was a fucking idiot. Kids are stupid. They're gullible. You know, like every kid's, I mean, a kid is basically the same as a brain damaged adult. That's what like, yeah, no, maybe that sounds mean. I'm not like I was, we all were like, first of all, if uh, a grown adult had the mind of a child, you wouldn't let them 
go out on their own. They'd have to live somewhere with someone. You can't put teeth under your pillow at night and then go be an accountant during the day. That doesn't work like that. It's not how the world works, right? Like, okay, if you don't believe me, look at it this way. Say you got kicked in the head by a horse, right? Maybe you're an equestrian or you're trying to fuck that horse. I don't know what you do with your spare time, but you get kicked in the head, you get brain damage. Doctor comes to your family. The doctor's like, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but gonna have the mind of a child and everybody's so sad they're like oh my god what age like power rangers or jingle keys because one of those involves diapers i don't want to change that <laughs> point is the entire way we classify adult brain damage is by ages of children like that's all you need anyway my name is kelly kids are retarded that's my point have a great night yay kelly evans yay you're so funny the only thing i would do maybe is that and your ET joke when you say you stick, fix the, put the finger up the butt, which is a great punchline. If you want to tag after it, something about like ET phone home, maybe phone on his, maybe phone on his language is put the, is fuck the child or put the oh finger God. in the butt. Like, but no, but the, but, the, but just the word that ET phone home. That if yeah, 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 phone yeah. is somehow in his language yeah, a word that no, actually that's not a bad idea. Like, there's a way to turn phone home into like, oh, he was actually saying this. That is disturbing. Right. You know, he's like, ET phone that's, home. That's like 69 in his language. You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, right. but I love all that stuff that you're working through. I love, love, love it. All the thank all you, the 80s thank stuff. You. I'm super nostalgic for all of it so it's a great yeah I'm really working on like balancing it between like because I've done it where I just do the criticism and then it turns people off but like I need to guarantee people that no I still love these movies I'm with you it's cool to love them but also we have to admit they're pretty fucking weird like you can't you can love something and still dislike it like I love my grandma but she still calls Chinese people orientals you know like that (laughs) I'm not 100% behind Graham Graham I'm just saying you know everybody's got flaws including these movies what's up with Leah Thompson that in both movies that that the first that her son wants to fuck her and then the duck wants to fuck her. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, she Leah wants Thompson to fuck her son. He never wants to fuck her. Oh, right, right, right. He's right. always like trying to, he's like, yeah, cool. I got to get going. I got a debate <laughs> match. Um, I got to write a skateboard, you know, some <laughs> shit like that. Manure. I don't know. That's all I remember from that movie. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. What is up with 80s movies? They are yeah. so weird. Like the mo- so many. Mind of a child and an adult that made me think of the movie Big. Yeah, some other really weird movies. Weird Science. You forgot Actually, about Weird Science and uh, what was the one. other one? Short Circuit. Yeah, <laughs> probably one Short of the worst eighties movies. It's on my list, but I just can't like I got to get enough details out of it to where I can make the joke. But I think a callback using Big could be could work out well if I end up doing that other joke or you know. The wedding objection bit. Mm-hmm. I like that one. That has a lot of potential. You were talking about how uh, you had to just. pinching yourself pinching yourself to keep from shouting out no that is true though that is a true like that is I I happened at two different weddings it wasn't the objection it was just like during the service it's like a solemn thing and all of a sudden like I hadn't had like intrusive thoughts in a long time and then I'm like oh I just like I had this urge to yell out and I'm like oh god don't do that that's gonna really ruin the wedding all right I'm just thinking I was just thinking uh, how 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 could you get that out of your system after afterwards you get you got all this like pent up energy like all these obje- you need to get like get it out like do you, do you just go into your car and turn up the music and just start screaming and like screaming it out yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't get that out doing the chicken dance you know that's not there's potential there you know there's weird ways that you can just get all that out it's like i've got to do this because i can't get it out 
doing the worm on the dance floor or something. You know, right. you can't get it out on the dance floor. Joke, that would be weird. You know. Maybe you could, maybe you can introduce uh, projection. Maybe like, maybe kind like of like projection. Like, pro- yeah. Projecting like a projection or like a ghost. Like, woo, no, I mean uh, the psychological a, term maybe. Oh, like I'm projecting on somebody yeah, else. Yeah, Projecting oh, okay. on someone else. Like, uh, how so? Sorry, I'm just maybe you could this. talk about the groom, why she shouldn't get married to him. And you just, you know, start projecting all these, your securities, insecurities onto him. Maybe it's something like that. Yeah. But then I felt that it goes too far away from being the OCD part. And oh, I like forgot other, about the OCD part. Yeah, Sorry. It's about, it's about being part like mildly OCD, which is where it comes. It's like an obsessive compulsive disorder, including intrusive thoughts. And then they have to like do something mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. distract from them. It's the big reason why people like touch their keys or do weird shit. Right, I just have it very mildly. It's not like, I was wondering what the keys had to do with it. I'm like, what are the keys? But it was just a detail. Oh, you're talking about, about no, that was at the end. Yeah, I was thinking, just... I'm trying to like use like a, like what an age range is involved in, like certain age or the power Rangers, other age, like you laugh at keys like that's and laughing at keys. Usually that's when you have to change oh, the babies because babies laugh at yeah. keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, so okay, I need it. So like that's that's yeah, a new line. Gotcha, gotcha. You need to punch it up. You need to punch that bit up a little bit. It's a new line. You uh, feel it? Yeah, I've been trying to like make it nicer. Maybe after the keys, if you laugh like a baby. I don't say retarded. In the I didn't. I didn't get. I, I didn't get that the keys had to do with the baby. I was thinking it was a callback to the early or something. Okay. But maybe if after you do the keys thing, you squeal like a baby, like like no I, I you're not really an act out kind I'm of like, guy yeah, I gotcha. I don't do a not lot really of act outs and when I do it's like half the time they work and half the time I'm like not into it enough to where it just it's just sad <laughs> it's like sure, and fair. I lose the audience immediately and they're right. like what the fuck is happening right now so I don't want that to happen um, yeah, but yeah therapy. no I need to clarify it or I know I just get rid of it I mean I've been kind of toying with that for a while that was a new rewording so I didn't know what we were doing feedback when I came in here so oh like, yeah we were just fucking around today we're like shit. we had the time so why not cool yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have one more thing though yeah go for the, it uh, the plant therapy bit I, re- I really like that one and I was thinking perhaps you could incorporate the rule of three, or you could talk about how you started off with one particular plant, begonias. That didn't work. You, you killed that one with your negativity, and then you tried a, a different plant, maybe lilies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then maybe finally you you maybe you brought in a marijuana plant, and that worked for you somehow. That worked. There we go. Or some kind of some kind of plant with medicinal medicinal. Uh, yeah. Properties, man. What's 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 that one? Echinacea, that echinacea flowers. St. John's wort. Opium comes from uh, poppies. Like, opium comes from poppies. Poppies. Maybe poppies yeah. and yeah, marijuana yeah. plant helped you. Actually, I, if it's like opium, that could like I, I planted some uh, poppy plants and I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> and but you know what? Very though? relaxed. Begonias lately. is probably the funniest name for a plant that you can. That's choose. why I use it. So I it's, tried it's tulips. Great. The but, word begonia is like so funny. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Because I tried tulips and I've tried uh, another flower. I can't remember the first one, but that's worked the best. The it's, it's, several times yeah, maybe like nasturtium. Nope, nope. Begonia is funnier than nasturtium. Funnier begonias, than hydrangea. Especially like because the way I say it is very like, oh, yeah. you know. It's, yeah, absolutely. That's my happy voice. It's a funny. It's a. It's a. It's a funny word to say. <laughs> I just feel bad for women who have to date me because most of the time I sound like this, but then I get excited. I'm like, hey, oh, yeah. You want to have sex? Oh no, not anymore. <laughs> Isn't there a plan? called narcissus or something or there's a daffodil and there's a narcissus as a daffodil it might be too deep of a cut you guys are the best thank you so much for sticking around the whole time i really appreciate it i'm not gonna do jokes because i don't give a fuck i <laughs> I'm, I'm, all my new stuff's been working out and i don't feel like it uh hey tonight at benders it's damon's birthday party and there's a bunch of great bands 
Uh, there's a show tonight at Bizarre Cafe that Rachel Pinson is running. There's other things. Does anybody have any shows you want to announce this coming week before you leave, or is everybody cool? Any have upcoming shows? Anyone, anyone? The November 1st show, please come here to Mutiny Radio. It's a fundraiser for Daphne Dorman's. Uh, it's the suicide awareness in San Francisco. And also, uh, we're raising money for her daughter who was left behind after the tragic suicide of uh, Daphne Dorman. And uh, Sabrina Miller's on that show and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you could talk about it if you want. I'm really I'm really honored to, to be on the show, though. Uh, suicide isn't funny, but some of the things that people say... You know, uh, to talk down a jumper, or it's really stupid. Some of some of the advice that people give to people who are suicidal is 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 fucking stupid, and and I'm gonna make that funny. Yay. That's the angle I'm gonna take. So well, yeah, come on out. Yeah, come on out. And it's and it, and it sucks that uh, we lost a member of our community. It's unfortunate. To suicide, especially, it's the only death that is 100% preventable. So hey, talk to your friends, be nice to your family, and we'll see. Hope, come on here and um, support uh, Daphne Dorman's family that she left behind next Friday at eight o'clock, and come support Mutiny Radio. Thank you all for supporting Mutiny Radio, and we'll be back soon. Bye. <laughs> will help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 
1969 gold Cadillac with the white material that drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around, ended on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good to see I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th and Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. 
Counter Offers menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offers serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Hey, you open micer in San Francisco comedy scene. Maybe you want time to do jokes. Well, this is the place to do it. Mutiny Radio. We have three open mic a week just for you. Monday's joke workshop from 6 to 8. Come and get four minutes and four minutes of commentary from your comedian peers. Come on Fridays for happy hour 6 to 8 here at Mutiny Radio. All the comics. Wonderful, hilarious people in the scene. Get to know them. Hang out. Do a set. Have it recorded here and on a podcast at mutinyradio.fm. And come in on Saturdays from 4 to 6. Get long sets because no one ever shows up. So it's like stage time and people can listen. Come on by to Mutiny Radio. Get your comedy on, baby. Tell me. What you think about your situation, complication, aggravation, is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh, Kit Marie, Brandon Ray, and Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRCollective.org. We'll see you there. 
Check, 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 check. There you go. Yeah, good.